Okay, so one pair of tests. Plus a test. I don't know that bear imam Rachel bought him at Zayn Asher Laviha. He wrote or he. I don't know that bear imam while he was still speaking to them. So this I don't know that bear imam. Similar to Hain Eid Hayyim Gadol and Pasuk Zayn. I don't know what the meaning the similarity is supposed to signify. But we have that oid again. Hein oid ayim gadol and then oidenu medaber imo. Vahika shero Yaakov es Rochel bas lovon achi imoi. Es tsoin lovon achi imoi. Vahika sh Yaakov veyogel es evan me'alpiha be'er vayash es tsoin lovon achi imoi. So we won't discuss tonight the stone, and Yaakov is rolling the stone of the bear, we discussed that in the past. In this Pasuk it says, he saw Rachel, the daughter of Lavan, Achi Imoi, and the sheep of Lavan, Achi Imoi. He rolled off the stone and gave the sheep of Lavan, Achi Imoi, to drink. So three times it says, Achi Imoi. Three times it says, Achi Imoi, signifying that he's, uh, that he's uh, here, and he's attracted to his relative. It's because it's his relative. And the two things he sees are Rachel and the Tzayin. Rachel and the Tzayin. Vayashk es Tzayin vayishak Rachel. And the name Rachel means a female sheep, as we'll discuss further. Okay, just some points. Vayishak Yaakov Rachel, vayisa es koiloi vayevk. So it's not clear why he cried, what induced him to cry. Why is he crying? <coughs> so I would note in the context of Yaakov crying on Rachel, Pasuk Yedirmiya, famous Pasuk, Perek Laman Aleph, Pasuk Yudalid, Koyamar Hashem, Koyal Baroma Nishma, Nehi Bechis Amurim, Rachel Mavaka Alboneho, Me'ano Lehinochim Alboneho, Kienenu, Koyamar Hashem, Mini Koylech Mibechi, Venaich Midimo. So Rachel cries. For her children, and Hashem tells her not to cry. <coughs> Fine. She's mea She refuses to be comforted about the loss of her children. Similarly, in Parshas Vayeshev, then the Periklam Zain, Vayakumu Chobonov so Rachel cries and she's Yaakov is on his son from Rachel Yosef and cries. And in general, there's a lot of crying going on in, in the Yosef Binyamin Shvatim. They cry each other also. Right? Yosef wants to cry when they're there and then he cries. And then Yosef is They don't. It doesn't say they're baycha on him. And then Yosef is baycha on his father. Mm-hmm. Close the door.
after Yaakov dies, it says Yosef fell on Yaakov's face and cried on him. So there's a lot of crying in the life of uh, Rachel, Yaakov, and their children, Yosef and Benjamin. So then this, uh, the idea of the Pasuk of Yaakov crying when he sees Rachel would be foreshadowing the tragic life that uh, they are going to have and then through their children. Rashi says that Rachel won't be buried with him. But that's, I think, generally speaking, it's, it's the tragedy of, of, of the relationship between Yaakov and Rachel, which carries on to their, to their children. So then there's a, a sense of the, um, of, the tragic, of the tragedy to come. How Yaakov senses that, I don't know. Or is there any reason why he sees that, I don't know. Okay. So now... It's all about the Chia, it's not necessarily about tears. In the case of Rachel, it's tears also. Tears mention, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. These don't mention tears. Right, here it's Koyle. It's Koyle. Vayev can all of... Yeah, but you said Koyle Vayev means the fire of his like, moaning. Right? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Okay, so now, comparing the... We discussed that, the um, discovering the woman by the well and burying her. So there's three times, three stories in the Torah with that theme. There's the Evid getting Rivka, for Yitzchak, Yaakov and Rachel, and there's Moshe, who, um, and Tzipira. So if you just compare the two, there's a point, which, uh, comparing those three stories, brings, out, uh, brings some clarity to this story. The Evid, Rivka gives the Evid to drink, while Yaakov gives Rachel sheep to drink, and Moshe gives the sheep of, of Yisrael to drink. Why? Why, in, in the case of the Ebbe, of Avram, of Yitzchak, does Yitzchak give her? And in the other cases, does Yaakov and Moshe give to them to drink? So the answer to her is Pashit. In the case of Rivka, he was there to take her. So she, if she would prove herself worthy, he would take her and make her rich and bring her back home. Yaakov and Moshe, Yaakov is Bereach, Moshe is Bereach. Moshe says he's a ger be'eretz nachria. And Yaakov, as we discussed, is a ger who's looking for lechem lechol lebeged lilbosh. Because, he's on, because that's what a ger needs, to subside, to, 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 to merely to survive. That's all he could expect, because he's on his own. That's all he needs. So he's a ger, so he has to find favor. He has to demonstrate that he could, that he could be useful. And, and therefore, thereby he'll be taken in <coughs> by a host. That's exactly what happened to, to, to Yaakov. Demonstrates that he's gonna, he could take care of the sheep. He's mashka that sign, so he shows that, okay, he could become part of this family. He could be useful. And then he's taken into the family, and indeed he's raya that sign. And Rachel is no longer raya that sign. Yaakov presumably takes over her job, because he showed that he could do it. Moshe takes over and shows that he could... Take yeah, over Fitzipayr, and then he's right at the sign of his father, <coughs> because he's there and he's saying, "Look, I could, I could re- do something that I could replace something, and I could make myself useful here." Um, what? Okay, so, so, so then that's not what they told Yaakov to do. They told him go, go there and find a wife. Right, I know it's a good, interesting. Might we have to well, let's let's <coughs> that's a important point. Like what happened to so the expectations as opposed to what happened. But let's leave that for afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we can suggest that the reason why he's crying. <coughs> Because he loves her, because he can't get her. He has to first do something in order to get her. 
It's going to take seven years. So that's uh, the second Shadon Rashi. I think in, in, some, in some of the Rashi, the parentheses maybe, that the point is a comparison to the, to the story of Eliezer, who comes and just takes her. Here, Yaakov is there to take her, but on the other hand, he's not going to do what Eliezer did, because he's a ger, he's a bereach, he's not, he, he's not in control, he's not in power. So it's going to be a long and arduous process till he gets her. So therefore, Vayishak Yaakov Rachel on the one hand, Vayishak Yaakov Lerachal on the other hand, because he's, he can't get her immediately. I was just saying, it's that he came with Daimir Right. So that's what's weird. That's what I'm saying, right. Right. So Vayishak Yaakov Rachel, he would marry her immediately and take her back home, but yet he can't, and it's going to be a, a diff- long and difficult process of, number one, marrying her, and number two, getting her back, bringing her back home. But we'll get to that soon. Okay, so there in, um, by, by Moshe, it says, Yisrael told his daughters, Lama... Why do you abandon him, call him, and let him eat bread? Um, the ger, the ger, Moshe is a ger, but it's not here. A ger needs lechem. And that's why, as we discussed, Yaakov asks for lechem and beged. And Yaakov is, and that's, and that's not to be Nezav, is to have Lechem. And Hashem told Yaakov, and that's why he asked for Lechem. So that's Moshe Rabbeinu getting the, um, the Lechem that a ger needs through, through demonstrating that he's helpful, useful. Similarly, the same thing happens to Yaakov. Okay. Now let's look at Mishlei. Now, for the welcome newcomers. There's a parak in Mishle that, that we found that there's many psukim there that are explicate Maramas to and explain the parasha of Yaakov and Esav starting back and and told us. There's many psukim that reflect on the on the brachis. So this pasuk by itself, I, I, it won't do it's not on its own terms convincing that it's referring to the Yaakov story, but it's only in context. It's in many psukim in Perek Zayin. It starts really at the end of Perek Chavov, Perek Zayin, and Perek Ches that are explaining Miramis to the, the story of Yaakov. And for these purposes, for Yaakov, for the purpose of this point, the Yaakov is showing that he's good with sheep and that he could be helpful. And therefore, he should be taken into the house and given a place, given food and, and, and clothing. And this is a focus on the Psukim in the end of Perek of Zayn. End of Perek of Zayn, Psukim of Gimel, through Chav Zayn, the last five Psukim in the Perek. There it says like this Yedoya Teda Pnei Tsoinecha. Shis Libchola Adarim. So know the Pnei Tsoinecha, pay attention to the Adarim. So first, let's just talk some words over here. Pnei tzoynecha, it says Bayakiv. Um, right, he made the pnei hatzoyin. He made the the sheep face, face the akudim, etc. V'loy shasam v'yoshes loy adarim levadoi v'loy shasam al tzoyin lavan. And going back to Bereshis, sheis is a sheep word. Sheis is tachas hevel ki haragoi kain. And Hevel is a Re'et sign. And um, also in Tehillim we have um, Tamshaleba, um, 
So pay attention to your sheep, because wealth doesn't last forever. It doesn't necessarily go from one generation to the next. That means you've got to take care of it or else it won't last. There's chatzir, there's dasha, there's esav, make sure to get it. Make sure to get it for your sheep. And then you'll have clothing, then you'll have... You'll be able to use the sheep for your clothing, you'll share the wool. Um, and then you'll have enough milk for your bread, for the bread of your household, and that will serve as life for your girls. Okay, so take care of your sheep, otherwise they won't last forever. And if you take good care of them, they'll supply you with clothing and, and lechem. Okay, so anyway, so the point is for this for now, and we'll, we'll explain further these psukim and how they relate to the Yaakov story, that Yaakov, who needs lechem and beged, is um, by helping out with the sheep, by stepping up and helping out to water the sheep, is, is, is sending a message, hey, I can help out with the sheep, and then he's going to, that's going to, that's going to be where he gets his lechem and beged from, because he's going to get wealthy. And, or at least, first he's going to get taken care of and taken in because he's going to help out with the sheep, but then he's going to become wealthy from the sheep. And as we discussed, since he, since he recognizes that he's only a ger, and he only needs lechem and beged, therefore, he can give something to Hashem. So even the wealth that he's going to get, ultimately get, he wants to take back and give it to Hashem because he's only a ger, and all he wants to get from the sheep is the lechem and the beged, like the Pasuk says in Mishnah. Okay, so now... Fine. So he's showing that he could be a shepherd and he's going to take her over. So now in order to understand a little bit more about this, um, those Pesukim in Mishle, and um, the significance of Yaakov taking over love and sheep, I want to focus a little bit on the beginning of Perak Lam and Aleph in Vayetze. I'll just say this B'Kitsa now because we'll get up to there and we'll learn it. Just look at the beginning of Perak Lam and Aleph. So what happens there is the Yaakov hears something from Bnei Lovan. He hears that the Bnei Lovan are saying that he took everything from our father. And then in Pasuk Beis it says he sees Bnei Lovan. And it's not Imoy. It's not Imoy. So first it's the Bnei Lovan, and then he says sees the face of Lovan, which is not Imoy like it always was. Hashem says to Yaakov, I will be with Imoch. And then he calls Leah and Rachel out to the sheep, Rachel and Leah out to the, to the field, to the sheep. And he says, Pnei Avichem is not Eli, but Elikei Avi, so your father is not Eli, Elikei Avi Haya Imadi. And then he says that Hashem took the sheep. Your father was trying to, to make sure I won't get any of his wealth, but Hashem took it. And then he tells them a dream that he had. In Pasekiot, he tells them they had a dream that the Atudim that were mounting the sheep were, were spotted, etc. We all caught, were speckled so on. And that the Malach told them, look, all the, the Atudim that are mounting the sheep are, are the colored ones because 
I saw what Lavan was doing to you. <coughs> and they answered him, they said, Everything that Hashem took from our fathers is really ours. Okay, so the question is just, again, can't, not learning this be'in now, beginning of Lamanath, just to bring out this point. Hope I could, I hope I could bring it out without learning, going through the Pesukim now. First he starts off, he sees B'nai Lovan. Something about B'nai Lovan and then it's P'nei Lovan. And what about Lovan that is not Imoi? And that's what he tells him, your father is not with me, and not Eli. And Hashem tells him that I am Imoch, Imoch. And that he calls Hashem Aleke Avi. And then he brings him out and tells him about a dream about the sheep. So why is the dream about the sheep so important? So the Pshad is like this. There's a major uh, competition in the parasha. Particularly comes, comes out at the end of the parasha. Who does Yaakov belong to? He, came, he comes and he joins the household of Lavan. <coughs> and the end of the parasha, Lavan says, Abanim Bonaiva, Abanis Bonaisa, etc. And just, on, just to bring this out, from Lavan's perspective, from Lavan's perspective, he's, he's the Av, right? He's like Yitzchak. I mean, we don't have to assume, we don't necessarily have to assume that it goes by the male. Yaakov came to his house as a ger, as, as not having everything, he's bereh, and he takes him in. And now Yaakov is, gets everything about Yaakov is, is Mikhaech Lavan. Yeah. So Lavan, Lavan should be the patriarch. <coughs> Lavan should be the Av. Okay. So there's this major question in the parasha. Who's the Av? Who's the true father of Christ? And that follows, along with that, is that Lavan has his gods in the end of the parasha. <coughs> and there's like Avichem. There's the god of, of Yaakov's father. And there's the god, of, and there's Lavan's gods, who are going to be the gods of Klaeso. Yaakov <coughs> leaves Lavan's house to go back to the god of Yitzchak. And, okay, we'll get back. We'll get to that soon. But it's about who, who, is, the, who is the true father. Is Lavan the true father or, or not? So now we understand Paraklam and Aleph. Yaakov sees the Bnei Lovon. <coughs> the Bnei Lovon are saying that Yaakov is not quite a Ben. He's no longer, he's no longer a Ben like, like we are. Meaning Yaakov should be a Ben. He should be one of us. But he's not. He's, doing, he's, being, he's, 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 he's acting independently. He's making himself independently wealthy. So then Lovon is not Imai like he was because he no longer looks at him like the Ben that he thinks he's supposed to be. Instead, the God of my father was Imi, not your father. This is Yaakov's father, Yitzchak, instead of Rachel's father, Lavan. And then he tells him this dream. And what's the dream? <coughs> the dream is that the father of the sheep, now just to give a little background for you, especially you weren't here, the sheep in the parish are a proxy for Klai Yisrael. Chazal say, how many sheep did Lavan have, did Yaakov make? How many sheep did he get? 600,000. Klaeser was called Tzayn all the time in the VM. <coughs> Moshe was Raya Tzayn. Also is called, in, in the VM it's called that he's Raya the Tzayn of Klaeser. So the sheep are like Klaeser. Okay. So who are the father of the sheep? The father of the sheep are everything but Lovon. Everything but white. There are Kudim, the Kudim, Ubrudim. Okay. Just if you just... just uh, a peak a perak lamet pasik mem, perak lamet pasik mem. Vakvasim vaksavim hifred Yaakov. Vaitim pnei hatzayin al akoid v'kol chum v'tzayin lavan. 
What does the word Lavan mean in Pasuk Mem? So I think most people assume it means Lavan, Mr. Lavan, <coughs> Mr. White. But the Xavah Kabbalah says it means the white sheep. I'm just bringing out the point that Lavan is, Lavan is, is white and the sheep, uh, okay. and, and yes, and Rachel is a female sheep, right? Right, right. And Yaakov gets sheep, everything but Lavan. He takes all the sheep that are not Lavan. All the sheep that, have, that, that are of mixed <coughs> colors. Fine. So, so the message of the dream is, you, you're getting rich from Lavan sheep. So that means, oh, so maybe Lavan's the father of Christ? Oh, no. The message of the dream is that look at the, who, the, the fathers of your baby sheep. The sheep that are mounting, the, the females, are all akudim, akudim, ubrudim. So that means you have no shaykhs to love, and love is not the source of your wealth. The source of your wealth is not Mr. White. It's something else. So that the message over there that he gives to Rachel and Leah is that we are disconnected from your father. Your father is not, con- not considered our patriarch. So it starts off the sons of Lavan don't like Yaakov, he's not quite a son. Therefore, Lavan is not Imadi. Instead of that, it, that, that creates the void for the like, Ke'avid to be Imadi. And he brings that message to Rachel and Leah by saying, I had a dream that the father of the sheep, which is Klai is not Lavan, it's anything but Lavan. It's Akudun Akudun So they say, oh, we understand, we're no longer connected to our father. Everything is yours. It's not our father's. Since they didn't say that, they said it's ours. Okay. But not associated with the father. No, but right. Um, and yeah, not as Hitzel of Avinu, it's not it's not really his, right. Yeah, yeah. it's a good point they make. And they they're associating their their children themselves and their children, right. not with their father. Not with their father, right. Right. But not but, but they, they don't make say, that point. They, they don't, don't make, make right, 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 right. Yeah. And that's a good point. And they don't make that point about themselves either. Right. They just assume that. Okay, good. Okay, so there's this major competition between Lavan and, and, and Yitzhak it would be, who's the father, and therefore where does Yaakov belong? And, okay, so now back to the Pesukim and Mishle. It says, pay attention to the flax. Wealth doesn't necessarily transfer from one generation to the next. So the Adarim of Lavan, the Adarim of Lavan, from which Yaakov becomes wealthy, are they Lavan's Adarim? L'chayru they're Lavan's. L'chayru Lavan has a major stake in it. All's going to be Says the Pasuk, no. The wealth doesn't necessarily <coughs> transfer genetically. It doesn't necessarily go over to the next dar. So Yaakov could get... So the paradox is that Yaakov get rich from the sheep of Lavan, but it's still considered... Still, the father of those sheep is not Lavan. Lavan is not the source of those sheep. The source of those sheep is the Akudim, Akudim, Abrudim. And Adarim don't go midar l'dar. means the next generation of sheep doesn't necessarily, not necessarily nimshach from the first generation. Just like Yaakov... Or Rachel can disown their father, and, and Lavan will not be the father of Christ, or rather the father of Christ, or Yitzchak, and therefore Yaakov will say, Alekei Avi, I have to go worship Alekei Avi, and not <coughs> Lavan's gods, right? At the end of the parasha, we have this, this face-off, just to say the kids a little bit, that um, Lavan says, you know, Alekei Avichem, Amesh, Amarelai, no, don't talk to Yaakov, but he confronts him, Lama Ganafdes, Alehoi. You're running away, you're going back to your God, why are you stealing my gods, the truffle? Okay, but there's his gods, there's Lavan's gods, there's Yaakov's gods, the god of Yitzchak, like Hashem Alekei Avi Yitzchak, and what gives Yaakov the right to reject Lavan, and what gives him the Kayach for Rachel Alea to reject Lavan and to go back, is this point that, um, that it's all Tully, the, the continu- continuity is not guaranteed, 
continuity of the sheep is not guaranteed. And remember, the sheep is a proxy for the people. So like the continuity of the sheep is not guaranteed. And the sheep are not, are not the white sheep, they're the colored sheep. So the people, the people, that is, that is Lovin's grandchildren, are not necessarily Messiahs to Lovin. They could, they could turn their backs to Lovin and leave and say that they're, that they're only Messiahs to, to Yaakov and to Yitzchak. Okay. So Yaakov, when he's Raya Tzayn, it's a Rebbe's to Klai Yisrael. <coughs> so this point is made by Hesheya. We mentioned this Pasuk, but now I want to just focus on it more inside. So just to review, and I'm just, just for those who are here, I mean, it's too much to, <coughs> to be marathon, but just to review the, to get the context. In Perakid Beis in Eshea, he faults <coughs> Ephraim, as in, as in um, the, 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 the Ten Shvatim. He faults Ephraim with uh, Mirma, so Eshea Perakid Beis, with Mirma, because of, what? Kachash. Kachash, Mirma, because of Eshek. And and he he says that the, the faults of Ephraim come from Yaakov. As we discussed, Yaakov Yaakov means crooked um, crooked Akva, and Yaakov had to become Yisrael, <coughs> which the Ramban says. I think, believe the Ramban says. I should check because I keep on quoting it. But <laughs> I think the Ramban says the three names of Yaakov: Yaakov, Yisrael, and Yeshurun. But but that the name Yisrael is supposed to refer to Yashar also. And Yaakov starts off as Akoiv and has to become Misha. So there's a Mida in Yaakov of, of not being Yasha, and that had to be straightened out. And Hoshea faults the, the Mirma, the Kachash of Klaius, well, he, 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 or Ephraim specifically, traces that back to, to Yaakov and to specific events <coughs> in Yaakov's life, to, to Mirma that Yaakov did. Okay, and there it says. Ephraim, not Yehuda. Right, Ephraim. And yes, this is very important. And there it says in Pasukut Gimel, Vayivrach Yaakov Sidei Aram. Yaakov ran away to Sidei Aram. Vayavod Yisrael Beisha Uveisha Shamar. He worked for an Isha and and watched sheep for an Isha. This is Perikud Beis Pasuk Yud Gimel and Yudalid. Yisrael, right? What? Why is he Yisrael in that Why? Why is he Yisrael in that It's a good question. Where? In which Pasuk? In Pasukut Gimel, he's no longer. He's not Yisrael yet. He's Yaakov. Right, that, at yeah. that point he wasn't Yisrael. Yet. But it does, no, it says, Yaakov, Ayavid Yisrael. Okay, it's a good question. <laughs> oh. We might, might suggest an answer, maybe. Uvenavi hella Hashem as Yisrael mi Mitzrayim, and with a Navi Hashem brought up Klai Yisrael from Mitzrayim, Uvenavi Nishmar. And with a Navi, through a Navi, Klai Yisrael was watched. So the, the, parallelism, the parallelism in these psukim is very difficult to, to match it one to one. Because if Yaakov is working in, with the, watching sheep for an Isha, so. Then Navi Hela Hashem Yisrael would would mean Hashem Hashem is watching Klai Yisrael for a Navi. It's 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 problematic. It touches, but the Ikar Linyanenu is first for now one point that um, Klai Yisrael is the sheep, 
Yaakov watching the sheep is like Kaisel watching, it's like Hashem watching Kaisel. He's the sheep. Rachel, Rachel means a female sheep. Um, so Yaakov sees Rachel and sees the sheep, he kisses Rachel and he gives the sheep to drink. And it's all, it's all, it's all kana echad because the sheep is the people. Hence, um, hence the the, the dar of the sheep refers to the people too. Hence, the the one who has the sheep is called Rachel, and she's going to be his beloved wife. Fine. Masha enkin Moshe Agav Moshe, who's also going to be Rayatzain, so he finds his wife by the sheep, but his wife's name is so. But there's a difference between his sheep and and Yaakov's sheep. Yaakov's sheep are his children. Moshe's sheep. Meaning the sheep by Yaakov, the sheep that he sees, are a reference to his children. Kaisal, that's sheep. That, that's sheep, but they're his children. The sheep by Moshe is Kaisal, but they're not his children. They're the ones he's going to lead. And his wife is named Tzipira, which I, I can't believe I'm the first person that says this, but I haven't found the Makar, that Tzipira, Rachel is a female sheep, so she's the mother of Kaisal. Tzipira, a bird, is, is uh, we find that you send away a bird. Tzipira was sent away. So, meaning because the sheep, Moshe Rabbeinu is the leader of Klai Yisrael, they're, they're his sheep because he's their teacher. So his wife, he sends away, it's Parishman Aisha, because he's like a father in Ruchnius. While Yaakov, who's the physical father of Klai Yisrael, his wife is Rachel. She's the mother of the sheep. Okay. Okay, now let's just focus, without learning the whole Heshe'el Regalachas, but let's look at the Pesach. Oh, there's three, four, three Pesach I want to look at. Few places. So after the litany of, of charges against Ephraim in in Perikud Beis Pasuk Aleph through Ches, the Pasuk Tes also says caps it off. Ephraim says, "I am wealthy and I have vigor or power." It's impossible for anyone to find anything wrong with me. Okay, that's the end of the Tainus against Ephraim. I am Hashem from Mitzrayim. I want I will put you again in tents. So that's a reference to the days of the Midbar, when which is a Heshea theme. We'll show you in the Perak Aleph too, Perak Beis maybe. The days in the Midbar when they didn't have anything coming up from Mitzrayim and they were supported and the Hashem took care of them, made them learn to be dependent on Hashem. Similarly, then, in Perikid Beis over there, where he says, Yaakov ran away to stay Iram. And then the next Pasuk refers to Mitzrayim. So Yaakov, who's a ger in stay Iram, runs away with nothing and has to work to get married. Was, supposed, was at least supposed to learn from that what you learned from going to Mitzrayim. That you had nothing and you were protected by Hashem. Again in Perikut Gimel, Vanochi Hashem alekechem eretz Mitzrayim ve'elikim zu l'zlasi lo'seido Mashiach ayin bilti aniyadaticha ba'midbar be'etz taluvay. So the fact that you had nothing, and then Hashem took care of us, is supposed to uh, make us recognize Hashem, know Hashem, and specifically in Perik Beis, in Perik Beis, in Hoshea Pasuk Yud Zayin, we discussed this a lot. These Pesukim. So the point is that the Hashem talks about Klal losing everything and then getting it back, and there it says, will be like the day of leaving Mitzrayim." So this is a theme in Hashem that, that the fact that in Mitzrayim we started with nothing and then Hashem took care of us is what led us to, to relate to Hashem. And there are those psukim that say, 
etc. Which is what um, Yaakov Avinu was lacking when he said, as we discussed. Okay, so Mitzrayim teaches Yediyas Hashem. Yaakov is going to Sdei Arom, which is like Mitzrayim. He's Beireach, he's a Ger, he has nothing. And he's supposed to come back and know Hashem, like from Mitzrayim. That's how it should have been. But, says Hosea, back in Paragid Beis, says Ephraim, Ephraim doesn't, hasn't learned. Ephraim hasn't learned. And they still have the faults of Yaakov. And Yaakov himself still has the faults of Yaakov, as Hosea is saying over there. He comes and he fights with the Malach, and that's a negative thing in Hosea, in Paragid Beis, Pasuk, uh, Dalit and Hay. Okay. So, I would suggest, and, and we'll see if this can get clearer. As we discussed, there's a there's a there's a whole asifa. They all need a drink, and Yaakov only focuses on Rachel. Rachel is his relative. Rachel comes with the tzayin asher la'aviha. So Yaakov is only focusing on, on Lavan. And, and what's happening is, so Pashapshah, what's happening? Yaakov is running away. Besides the, the point that he's supposed to go to Lavan, as the point that the Rivka's. Rivka's. Um, tzibui. Yeah, Yitzhak's Tzibui. But as we've been discussing till now, the fact that he gives them the time to drink is because he's taking an opportunity to demonstrate his usefulness to Lavan and therefore be taken into the base Lavan. So he's so the so he's initiating Yaakov is by focusing on the tzayin of love and achi imoy, and Rachel with the tzayin asher la aviha, Yaakov is initiating the, the the his his entrance or is becoming part of the family of Lavan. the family of Lavan. He takes Rachel. He's focusing on Rachel. He comes with the tzayin asher la aviha. And in the end of the parsha, and, and uh, this has to get clearer in the further shurim, especially when we get to the end of the parsha, Rachel takes the trough from Asher Aviha. Now, just shtikol mayma hamuzga, without going too much into this, the fact that Rachel took the trough from is extremely, extremely significant, and doubly significant is the fact that Yaakov is 100% sure that no one has the trough. So it means whatever Rachel was thinking, without going into that, Rachel has whatever, whatever. What was Rachel thinking? What was she doing? Whatever she was doing, Yaakov held that it should not, could not, and would not be done. He's 100% sure no one has the trophim, and he says, Hence, Rachel dies, which is, leads to lots of bad things happening. This, this issue of Rachel's death for stealing the trophim is still being dealt with between Yosef and the Achim when, <coughs> when they discover the Gvia, and Yosef says, I'm a Nachesh. Don't you know I'm a Nachesh? Nachesh, Nachesh, Isha Shekamayni. And they say, yeah, whoever has the Gavia should die. And he says, not a good idea. Whoever has the Gavia should be an Eved. And that's what happened to Yosef. They wanted to kill him, but ultimately he was sold to, to be an Eved. So, it's not the time for this. What? Not because you're Nachesh, though. No, 100%. No, no, no. Because Rachel steals the truff, and Yosef is a Nachesh. And it says, Kilo Nachesh, but Yaakov, like Kesem, be sold. This is Mamash, my Muslim, we can't lose all the regalachas. I'll just say like this. Nachash be Yaakov, Yaakov is anti-Nachash. That means Yaakov 
Yaakov, as Yaakov, is, is the hepech of Nachash. Therefore, he says, impossible that anyone took Yitrofim. Rachel is not so anti-Nachash. And neither is Yosef. Nachash, Yenachash, Yeshashar Kamoini. I know, maybe he's acting as a mitzvah, but he said those words. Yeah. And, and Shaul, descendant of, um, of Rachel, what? Yeah. Yeah. of Rachel. The you, a big theme, a big thing going on with Shaul is Truffle. When, when he, um, when he um, doesn't kill all Amalekim. So Shmuel tells him, Kichatas Kesem Meri, which means Meri, rebellion is like Kesem. It's like doing summon magic. The oven with truffum haftzar. It's like doing oven with truffum. Shaykh's oven with truffum. Why? It's the, what, what, that, that, that's, that's the issue with, Shmuel, with Shaul. And in the end, and what was his chait? Darash Balas Oiv. That was the Zulasi. Zulasi. It says the only thing he did was he was Darash Balas That was his problem. That he went to the Balas Oiv. Okay. In Kamakoyme. Right. Right. In Kamakoyme. So there's this magic, which is anti Because he didn't listen to the Navi. That's what, what Moshe Rabbeinu says. Don't be Darash al yeah. Don't all this. Navi b'kir b'cha kamoini. It's exactly the same thing. That, uh, but that's what he didn't do. He didn't do exactly what he Not listening to the Navi is the, that's the alternative. That's where it goes. That's where it leads. Interesting. Right. That might have to do with Heshea. It talks about the Navi there. I'm not yeah. sure what Heshea is saying. Okay. Yeah. Interesting point. Right. To think about that. Okay. So there's Trophim and there's Yaakov as, as the anti-Trophim. Rachel <coughs> takes the Trophim Asher la'aviha. Yaakov says we're, we have no shaykhs to love him. We have no shaykhs to love him's gods. We're out of here. But Lemaisa, who, who came into Lovin's house in the first place? Who tried to get into Lovin's house? Yaakov, because he sees Rachel with the Tzayin Asher Laviha. So he sees an opportunity. He sees this is his opportunity to get the Lechem and the Vega that he needs. He'll, he'll, he'll join the, the, the house of Lovin. The other three Adarim, he doesn't even think about them, as we discussed. He, all he's thinking about is Lovin. So he's the one who initiates the connection to Lovin and to his sheep. Again, Love and sheep, <coughs> if you think that you're going to get something from love and sheep, then the next generation of sheep are also love ones. Then your children are love ones. <coughs> oh, comes a mal and it says, not quite. <laughs> says, Yaakov, fine, we're done. We're out of here. But, and he says, we're done with love and, we're leaving, we don't have the gods of love and. Impossible that we have love and's gods. But actually, you do have love and's gods. Because Rachel, who, who is the one who had the tzoyin asher la'aviyah, takes the trough from asher la'aviyah, and, and thereby the, there's not a complete... Um, this, the, 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 the period from Lavan that Yaakov was trying to affect wasn't exactly Mishlemus. <coughs> the gods came along. The gods came along. Okay. So now back to um, back to Hesheah. So he says like this. In Hesheah it says, you, gotta leave, you have to leave Mitzrayim. You left Mitzrayim. I took you out of Mitzrayim. He says, this is in Perikid Gimel, Pasuk, um, Pasuk, let's say, let's look at Pasuk. I mean, you have to go through all the Pasuk, but if you look at Pasuk, Dalet and Perikud Gimel, Perikud Gimel, Lechem Lekecha, Meretz Mitzayim, Belehim Zulasi Leseida, O Mashiach Ayin Bilti. In Pasuk Beis, he faults them for making Masecha, Natsabim, and Tvunis, Masecha Russian, don't make idols. Okay, Aniyad Aticha Ba Midbar, okay, we can't learn against the Shea, Vechelachas. But just if you go look a little further there, in Perikud Gimel Pasuk Yod, he says, Where's your king that you said, Tnodi Melech Vesorim, Etanacha Melech Ba'api Ve'ekach Ba'evrasi. The king that you got was with Hashem's anger. That's referring to Shol, because they asked for a king. The Ramban says that um, had they not asked for a king, they weren't supposed to ask for a king. Shol was a king that was given for them. Ba'af. 
think the Ramban says it's in Bayechi. Really, it should have been David, Yehuda, as Sean pointed out. The fault that Asher has was the Ephraim. He has a major fault with Ephraim. And Yaakov, and Yaakov, and he says Yaakov's faults carry over to Ephraim, which I would assume means Rachel. Yaakov only cares about Rachel, and his faults, I would assume, it's not only Ephraim. It's not only Ephraim, it's Binyamin too. And he faults this king, the king of, from Binyamin, Shaul, the king that was given to you, Ba'af. Really, you have to come back from Mitzrayim and not have any other gods. Like Yaakov was supposed to come back from Sederim without any other gods. But Lemaisa, there were some other gods brought back. Those were the Trophim. And that's the, 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 the problem, as it were, of Rachel and the problem of Shaul, the king that you got. Ah. Okay, so came, what? That possibly came along to Mitzrayim and all the way up, all the way out again, goes to Aret. Those Trophim? That's a Micha, yeah. This is, this Who's Micha from? He's a Levi, no? Micha's a Levi? Okay. Fine. Anyway, so that's that's what I wanted oh, to explain yeah. tonight. That that's no, Levi, not? Okay. So I we'll look it up afterwards. Came, if he came out of the walls, and well, let's look it up afterwards. Okay, right. This is what I want to explain tonight. I just want to make one last point. Then that um, another way to explain the shloisha edrei tzayin, the significance of the shloisha edrei tzayin, is that is the tzayin lavan, lavan sheep, which are white or. Baker Lovan, because Yaakov is going to Yaakov is going to make figure out a way to make them non-white, and he's going to make them akudim, dekudim, and brudim, and here he ignores the shloisha edrei tzayin. There's three other flocks, so there's th- there's three other types of sheep. <coughs> Those are the ones that Yaakov is ultimately going to get. There's tzayin Lovan, the white sheep, and there's akudim, dekudim, and brudim. So there's four types of sheep total, and he focuses on Rachel with her father's sheep, and really thereby he's introducing the problem that 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 this. That the sheep, the other three types of sheep, which is the Klaisol that's completely detached from Lavan, is not going to be perfect. And I mean, to put it in Heisheya's terms, which obviously is, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, the one who's judging. It's like that if you're bringing Rachel into Klaisol, and therefore bringing Yosef, or bringing Shal, that's, and therefore Ephraim, that is, is a ter- terribly negative thing. While Yehuda, Heisheya is very perfectly happy with Yehuda, more or less. It's directed back at Ephraim, anyways. Okay. That's all.